Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today with me, I have a guest uh, that's interesting because he's completely retired off passive income. Wow. We haven't heard that one except 10 or 20 times in the last couple of weeks, right? Uh, but it's a good thing because we'd like to see more and more people find a way to not only retire, financially have the ability to replace their income, earned income, but also the ability to be able to enjoy some of that retirement and set up a legacy for their family. So with us today is an individual that has um, done both of those, including became uh, one of our ambassadors for Lifestyles here in Houston, Mr. Jim Mayo. Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dell. I appreciate the uh, opportunity to be here. Well, let's set the... Um, Let's set up the show right here with a little bit of background on yourself. Uh, let's start with your career. 30 years in banking? Yes. Not with the same <laughs> bank, but yes, 30 years in career. The last 20 at the sea level um, in the uh, tech and operations side and then some credit background, too. So I had a pretty good background in the financial services sector. I had moved around in my career. The last stop was in northern New Jersey. Uh, a large Canadian bank came in and acquired the franchise I was with. My beautiful parachute opened. I returned to Houston, one of the most entrepreneurial cities that I've ever lived in. And that experience allowed me to go forward with the challenges of creating revenue streams as I looked at it for myself after my banking career. So when you uh, first got the parachute and you got out, which is always a great thing, it's always nice to have somebody pay you to leave and stop working. Wonderful That's time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but when that occurred, um, what were your thoughts? Did you did you already have in mind what you, where you were going to go and what were you going to do, or did you just start looking at that point? Uh, when I returned to Houston, well, my goal, my, the decision I made was to come back to Houston. So I had some personal life changes back that time at the same time, so I was like sort of starting afresh, if I'd use that term. I knew I wanted to use and leverage my financial background, so I chose two opportunities as I saw them. One in late 08 upon returning to Houston, and that was trading, uh, understanding and learning how to trade options since I had a portfolio that I could work with. And then my interest 
which I've always had in real estate. And through that dynamic, I continued to network in Houston. I came across a, a networking opportunity uh, on a Tuesday. I remember it like yesterday. And there was a representative from Lifestyles Unlimited, uh, Jeff Smith, his name, and he's actually still there. He told me about the organization, gave me a great perspective on yourself, and I attended a case study, and then I joined Lifestyles in early 2009. My goal has always been to find structured environments where I could gain an education. So I was going to re-educate myself. I was going to recreate who Jim Mayo was using the talents that I was provided so that I could either look at real estate and creating revenue streams from real estate, not knowing whether it would be single family or multifamily. I just wanted, I knew that was an opportunity. I also knew that the industry back in 09 was the housing market was in a down condition. Uh, from the standpoint of the economy. And then on the other side, the options, I took classes for six months and started training in early January of 09. So I had basically said, I'm going back to school either through lifestyles and or through my pursuit with the, um, with the options to create revenue streams, which started to materialize in early 2009. Now, what interests me on this, Jim, is that my guess would have been, reading from the outside, looking into your personal financial situation, that you coming from conventional finances, the financing world, you know, the bankers and the financial planners and all these guys, I would have found it hard for you to sound as positive as you sound about the two choices you make. I, I hear almost no um, skepticism in the tonality of your decision to go out there and do something. Whereas I would have thought, banker, pff, skepticism, right? This isn't the traditional way to, to retire. So how, how did you come to that conclusion that as a, a banker, to not have the skepticism on the two things really, which are the two things that fight most bankers most of the time, I think, is, you know? Do you understand what I'm asking? Is it, had, is, isn't there some yeah, no, the exact, normal yeah. skepticism in a banker? I'm a conservative, so I worked in a regulated industry, but I always had within me an entrepreneur. That burning desire, even in banking, I was an intra-entrepreneur, where I had P&Ls, and I always tried to uh, meet or exceed my P&Ls, and I always thought from a profit standpoint. When I came back to Houston and I had resources to make a life change, I elected to really look hard and say, okay, leverage up, a banking term that I love to use uh, in my personal life, leverage up, take your talents, and then have enough confidence to make the transition. Was it easy? Not really, but I was committed to the change. So for that six, nine-month, almost 12-month period, where I was educating myself, and I believe in investing in yourself, by the way, whether it's through the options route that I went or the lifestyles route. So when you implicitly invest in yourself, you're creating the dynamic for generating, as I look at it, revenue, income.
and I wanted to augment what I already had in my personal and my private side and then have that become uh, additive to what I was doing. So I just decided to make the changes and it was a metamorphosis that I went through and as, as I became more experienced and real estate became much more enamoring and I realized that my first thought was just being a, a choir of single families and being a single family mogul wasn't where I wanted to take myself. I realized that multifamily, of which that's the direction I went in, again, after hearing the two-day seminar and then attending, enjoying lifestyles, attending the classes, listening to the videos, networking with the individuals, I love fellow entrepreneurs. That is, to me, the heart and soul of what America is all about is the individuals given opportunities through their elections. So, interestingly enough, you already answered about three of the questions I was going to ask you. <laughs> so, I'm going to take you back <laughs> and see if we can work through them a little slower. Uh, the first question would be, um, when you first came in, you had this base understanding of what you wanted to do. Uh, then you went to the two-day, and the question I always like to ask people is, was there an aha moment for you, Jim? Was there that light bulb went on? You know what? I really thought I wanted to do this, but now I really see how to do it. Yeah, there was. And it was at when I went through, I sort of went through uniquely, because I have an aunt that I watch over in San Antonio, and I couldn't attend the first day of the first class. So I went to the, no, I couldn't attend the second day, which is normally your presentations to multifamily. So I saw the first half, uh, the single family one day, one month, and then I caught the multifamily the next month. And that aha moments when I sat there and said, gosh, the leverage that I see with an appreciation values and the amount of uh, hands-free investing with multifamily is the way I want to go for my real estate pursuit. And once I fixed on that and I had that, as you call it, the aha moment, it was a clear path. I understood. I had enough financial background to understand the analysis part when you look at deals and the, the tools that are, that are used for financing. So I had some of that background, which made it easier <clears throat> when I talked to prospective leads or people that were leads already. So, Jim, we're going to have to go ahead and take a break there. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com to access our free live training event schedule. 
What would two to $500 extra income a month do for you? It's one of the five ways investment real estate earns money. And at Lifestyles Unlimited, we will show you how. Lifestyles Unlimited has been teaching people how to invest in real estate for 29 years. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you the five ways to make money with real estate investing. The first way is cash flow. Cash flow is the reason we seek passive income producing assets. When you have cash flow, you have income. You buy a piece of real estate where the rental income is greater than the monthly income income by a decent margin. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you about proper cash flow and other ways that real estate makes you money. To learn how to attend a free Lifestyles Unlimited workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and learn the map to financial freedom in less than five years. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com, lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Talk 1370. Back, and now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Jim Mayo. Jim is a multifamily investor uh, who has done, uh, it looks like, 17 deals. Three of them have sold. That's 17 apartment complexes. And uh, he's done that with five different leads, so he's got quite the spread out portfolio there. And uh, we were talking about as we went to break, his epiphany that multifamily seemed to have more leverage and more upside availability. Jim, share with us what about the multifamily attracted you the most? Uh, the, um, the abilities to be hands-free from an investment standpoint, as opposed to dealing with toilets and tenants, use the term gently on the single-family side, and the, uh, the leverage with appreciation, the opportunities that are afforded with the financial tools to refinance, still have cash flow, the opportunities to take that money and then reinvest it has been my philosophy and my belief in dealing with multifamily. Now, this is an interesting question on my side that I'm, I'm interested to ask you, and that is, as a banker, uh, were you, did you realize that that's what we did, that the way we worked our business was to go out and make our business worth more than pull the money out and have none of our own money in the deal? Were you aware of that? Or it seems to me like bankers are always trying to get you to keep skin in the game. Well, I, it's funny. I, I have banker friends and lenders, and so I talk to them about the, the models that I that I witnessed within lifestyle, and the fact that you could earn your way out of what you've got in a sense through good management, and take that corpus and then reinvest it or do whatever you want with it. And in my case, I've always my my goal was just to continue to reinvest it for multiple reasons. So it wasn't what I went in with, but I had the I had the understanding that refis were part of vernacular when you talked about multifamily financing or commercial financing, commercial or light industry. 
because I again I take from my banking background. Yeah, it's uh, it's something you know that I did real estate for many years, probably about mm, just gonna guess the first ten of the thirty years I've done it. It was never my thought to, to refinance something out. I learned that from a banker, actually. Uh, you know, somebody worked for um, Arthur Anderson. And after we figured that out, I mean, that was almost like the uh, the beginning of a new that world for us all. Yeah, it just changes everything. Exactly. It's, a, it's a game changer, no doubt. So um, you came out of the two-day. You, I'm assuming you knew you wanted to be passive, or was that a decision you had to make also? I always wanted to be a passive investor. I made my right. mind up that I had a great career. I did not want to have a JLD again, but I wanted to create revenue streams, whether it was through trading or through uh, investing in real estate for the perspectives of distributions and or any trade values that I have. So I, that was the, the mindset that I had going in. I wasn't looking, I was looking to apply myself, but also look for the luxuries of my own time as opposed to the 6, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., if I was lucky, kind of routines that I got into in my, my banking career. So coming out of the out of the two-day, did you do any road trips before you started buying? Uh, no. I did them afterwards. Afterwards, okay. Otherwise, so then to... Yeah, I talked... I talked to people that were in the case study that had experience, and they told me what their experiences were as I identified myself as a newbie, eagle to understand, and I had that benefit, and then I just joined up. I said, there's no reason to hesitate. You either commit or you don't sit on the fence. And I remember you talking about the, the type, of, type A personalities and the B personalities, and I said, well, I'm a conservative, but the heck. You can't, you have to make the decision to invest in yourself and then, and then have the opportunities to do that. That's what Lifestyles has been able to afford. Now, I've got two questions that could go in either order, so I'm going to just pick one and throw it at you. And the first question would be, were you surprised as a business person the openness of the members of Lifestyles, what they're willing to share with each other's as far as their own personal finances and their business uh, processes and so forth. Uh, that's just not something in corporate America people go around from company to company sharing. But were you surprised if people were that open? Uh, absolutely. Remember, I came out of a very uh, private industry called banking. And bankers don't even, you know, we talk amongst ourselves, but that's it. You don't share with other bankers. You don't share with other other sources and i found that everyone that i spoke to in lifestyles was very open as to how much they put in what they believe they should be able to realize and i had my hurdles like anybody else and uh, uh the willingness to share which made decision making a lot easier because then you had a basis to make your decisions versus hearing the buzz and i fully appreciate and it's true when you first started deciding to buy your first property what did you put more weight on, lead investor or the quality or style of the deal? Interesting question, and I'll give you a little background. My first road trip 
as a passer was with a gentleman who was actively wanting to be a lead, and his name is Curtis Haynes. I always had looked and had interacted in my banking life with entrepreneurs, so I knew the mindset of what an entrepreneur looked like. I wasn't sure what all the the uh, total essence of investing and and what an apartment could could be. But when I went out with Curtis and we saw ultimately our first investment, Barcelona Apartments, I enjoyed and looking at the aesthetics, the BPO that they had, told me it cash flowed, and I was looking for cash flow. And when I had chance to interact with Curtis and get to know his background as as an entrepreneur, just sold a business, had a financial background as an accountant, and was and it is one great humble individual. I said, this is the kind of individual I want to invest with. And if they've got those skill sets, the property isn't going to be my main qualifier as much as do I feel confident that this individual can carry the four and manage it and manage it well. And Curtis has all that. There's no doubt about that. Um, as you look into that situation, Curtis's prime determining factor uh, if you ask him when he was being a lead was location so when we come back we'll talk about the location of Barcelona and the other projects you picked the proximities we'll take a break now but the the proximities of your other properties and how you see location being important in your choices besides the decision of which leads you want to invest with. If you want to call and ask a question, our number is 866-945-6565. We'll be right back with Jim Mayo and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. To the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Talk 13-7, the right choice. And to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Jim Mayo, and Jim is one of our ambassadors here in Houston for Lifestyles Unlimited, meaning that uh, he's in the position that he's already retired himself, and he's in the give-back mode, uh, helping other people out wherever he can to direct them and help them get involved in the stuff that they need to get involved in to get their retirement plans put together also. So, Jim, as we went to break, I wanted to ask you a question about the leads and the locations. Um, we talked about Curtis liking Class A locations, liking uh, that Barcelona deal was right there on Westheimer, and he was really in love with all that that location, uh, upper class B plus type A locations. 
Um, did he convince you of that? Is location important to you? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I didn't mean to demean or lessen that. The Galleria area is where Barcelona and where Curtis's interests were at the onset. And uh, being in the Galleria submarket is like a pretty good thing. And I can't say it's a sure thing, but it's a pretty good thing because it has, a, back again, in 09, it was a very attractive uh, area to uh, attract uh, residents to uh, with, with apartments. So I have a balance between who the lead is and the location. The leads that I've experienced with, have experienced with, have all good judgments as to where the locations are. So it's, and I've driven by all of the investments that I'm in to look at the areas and to understand the areas because I'm pretty diverse in locations. So do you think that the, you just made a statement, I'm gonna just parse out a little bit here, okay, because it was a statement um, that I've never heard before. So it was that I pick good leads because they pick good locations or the leads that I pick have good judgment and they do pick good locations. Um, so you're not in any low-end locations at all with any of your leads? Because I don't know, you don't have listed down here all five of the leads are. So do you have anything that's a Class C product or is everything Class B or A? I have one Class C with Robert Martinez. And it was, I think, our, my third investment with him. And it's really the C plus, I mean, if I use that term. Again, I look at my criteria for investing and I'm usually looking at D's of one status or another. Uh, and I have one in Seabrook that was a C, and it was the only value play that I went into with Scott Van Nostrum. But I look at that now as a B, B minus. So I, I use my value site as to what I get into and who I work with and what their, what their deals look like. I haven't got anything in war zones haven't gone anything that is where I have a, where I don't have a comfort. Now, um, let's talk about the fact that the leads are now going all over the country. There are leads all over the country, but the passives are following leads all over the country to do deals all over the place. So Scott Ben Austin's got his deals out the East Coast now. Uh, did you get in any of his stuff out there, that East Coast stuff? Yes. Yes, because I have ju I have I have confidence that he now and I, with your expanding the scope of of uh, lifestyles, it has now caused me to back up and expand my thinking, my horizons. Before I wanted to see where the properties were, I wanted to understand a lot about them. Now I more have a belief system that says if you follow the, the Dell model, okay and you have experience that I'm comfortable with, even if, not, if it's not next door, in a sense, i.e. a 50-mile radius of Houston, where I live, it's going to work. And I've gained that comfort. So as I have experienced my lifestyle membership, I've continually had to change as lifestyles have changed to expand my thinking. 
Okay, so uh, you believe in diversification of leads, you believe in diversification of locations. Um, that, that's putting you in a pretty, pretty solidly diversified portfolio. Uh, 14 active deals, I take it you had three apartments that had been purchased but have been sold since you uh, purchased yeah, them? Actually, that number is 16, Dale. No, I just added two more. But oh, did the you? Time I sent you the information, and yeah, so I had 16 <laughs> active ones to close this week. I'm still waiting for to, I haven't heard from the lead yet, but I'm pretty sure it's going to close this week. And I had three other deals that were sold. So, and I've had eight refis from the portfolio, my portfolio, which I took and reinvested in other deals. So I've continually just reinvested what's coming out in the larger chunks. I use the distributions for the ad, and I now enjoy a comfortable lifestyle. And I've been, in the last seven years, I've been helping an only daughter with some of the challenges that she's had with uh, trying to be a mom. So it's, and they're all over the city, or all over, yeah, all over the city of Houston, except for the two in the uh, East Coast. So you got in both those, with Scott. I, can, I, sh I should have figured that had been you to get in those. <laughs> Scott's got that you, group of people. When you have just a, a when you when you have a comfort level, stay with it. I look. At, I, I've watched lifestyles. There were. I see there's a generation when it comes to the leads. There were the Trey Stones, the Ira Grosses, the Emory Jacobs, the Scott Pennies when I joined, and those those were the names. And then there were the Curtis Haynes, the Scott Van Nostrums, the Robert Martinez's the Kim McLean's, that was like the next generation. And now there's a, another generation. There's the Kylie Shiskas, there's the Shid, Sid uh, Shaman, there's the Alan uh, uh, Garpe and Becky Garpe. So I've watched the evolution, and as you refined the road trips to where the, some are buying road trips, some are educational road trips, you expand your horizons. I go to all the road trips and I interview all the prospective leads or the leads and keep up with them so I understand who they are Then I can make my judgments as to who will I go with. So I've got different generations. I use that term because it to me fits. Generations of leads that I have, that I have uh, invested with. But the common denominator is they all follow the lifestyles, practices, and they continue to support each other and give back. And I love giving back. That's where I am in my life. I give back. That's an interesting point you make because I've never really expressed it that way, the generationalness um, of the groups of people have come in. But it's true because... If you look at some of the, the original generations you were naming off, those people have already made their money and they're gone, <laughs> they're retired. And mm -hmm. you know, you gotta, you gotta keep going to the next generation if you wanna keep uh, increasing your investments because these guys get satiated. They get out there and they made their, enough money to retire and, and boom, you're right, you gotta move on, they're, keep going. They, so they're independent owners and that's what they are. They seek their independency. If they are, they have awarded their their investors, and they just move on. And all of a sudden, they're disciples from that. 
and you look at what they bring to the table from a skill set standpoint or from motivation, and then you look at where they're going. And now I've been investing for January, July 14, 2009 was my first investment with Curtis in Barcelona. So that's nine plus years that I've faithfully come to the case studies. I've faithfully been on the road trips. I've gone to classes. I've talked to mentors, John Ridgeways, the people that were in the know when back in three, four, four, five years ago. And I talked to the current mentors that are, I'm always trying to stay educated on what's going on. I've taken the certification classes for, for passive investors because I wanted to be certified when I was elected uh, a, a, a ambassador that I could, could represent truly not only my own experiences, but some good best practices that I've learned with uh, my experiences for, for newbies. Because they're, the well, they're the next ones up. That's where we're going to go ahead and take a break there because uh, that's what I wanted to talk about next was the ambassadorship and what does it mean to you and what are you guys doing as ambassadors and how are you helping other people. And then the last part will be legacy. You know, how do you leave it all behind? We'll take a short break. Be right back with Jim Mayo and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to DellOnTheRadio.com to access our free live training event schedule. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Austin's Talk, 1370. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Jim Mayo. Jim uh, took a corporate buyout package to walk away from a nice, cushy corporate America banking job and went out there and got in the rough-and-tumble world of being a passive real estate investor, which takes up so little of his time that he had to find something to do to give back. Jim, talk to us what it's about 
being a lifestyles ambassador. What does that mean? What are you guys doing? I know you have a whole team of you guys that work together throughout the whole country. I know you have meetings to talk about what to do. Give us your insight as to what being an ambassador means. Let me mention something, and that's my general belief in giving back. Three years ago, because of the fact that I've been blessed in my real estate life, I joined an organization called SCORE, Service Corp of Retired Executives, and we're affiliated with the Small Business Administration. SCORE mentors startup businesses. So I have people coming to me that want to start a business or in a business and they want to, they want some, need some help. When I have individuals that come to me for uh, the want to get into the real estate, either single family and or multifamily, after I tell them about SCORE, I mention please attend a case study at Lifestyles. So I just refer them right over because I think that's the greatest place that they can start out is have that. Now, to my ambassadorship, I look at now I can directly give back. For a long time, I, with my experience of, of nine years, I would speak informally to newbies, new investors uh, that came in and were at the various meetings, whether it's a road trip and or uh, case studies. I've also used the, my ambassador role to talk to prospective leads and suggest, now remember, Lifestyles has an arm now for passives. It's a passive-to-passive -passive kind of discussion about their role and what they're wanting to do when it comes to at least understanding the experiences that I have because they also have their mentors that they work with. But there's just an additional value now that I totally feel from a contribution standpoint in giving back to Lifestyles and what it has meant for me. So I've got two forms that I use, either through my score life or through my mentorship through the ambassador role. And uh, I'm truly blessed. So how do you see that progressing? This is a pretty much a new thing for us. How do you see it progressing? Um, and what kinds of things are you doing besides just the same thing you've, you've done forever, which is informally spoke with people, help people. Uh, is there yeah, something I, more formal I, to I, it now or not? Yeah, yeah, there is. And it's really with the prospective leads. Uh, at the last road trip uh, last week, uh, that was the buying road trip. And there were 14 new leads. So I introduced myself to them for a couple of reasons. One, I want to know who they are, and B, to let them know that I'm there as an aide-de-camp. As you have passes coming to you, you've got only not only the mentors, but you've got people that have been involved on a first-hand basis. At some point, and I've lived in Austin for two years, and I used to go to the San Antonio office, I intend to make myself available for, for uh, other cities because I totally have a passion for what I'm doing, and that's giving back and then giving the benefit of my experiences. That's excellent. I'm glad to see that you enjoy the give back so much. Let's talk about your family's legacy. We've only got two minutes left. Um, how do you see your family's legacy um, developing? When I first joined, it was simply to create revenue streams as I became successful at that. I now real, I realized I have an only daughter. Her, she married late. She's a clinical psychologist by practice, and she wanted to have children and could not. So for the last eight years, she has gone through multiple in vitro. I mean, 
I can't even count how many. And she now has a five-and-a-half-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old, and a, two a, two a six-month-old, all through in vitro. I've helped her with that from the standpoint of investing. I invest in babies, too. <laughs> but oh, now man. giving me what, what, I've, what I have uh, built portfolio-wise, she's my heir, and, she, and I keep her educated on what the deals are, what kind of numbers I have, just like I that I experienced in in lifestyle. So when I do a deal, I tell her about it. I insist when I go see her, I go see her four times a year. She's in Michigan, and I want her to be educated. So if I leave this good world, that she's got something to fall back on from a legacy standpoint to help her in her life and her children. That's great. That's really good. I mean, if uh, more people could do that, the country would be a stronger place to live for everybody. Absolutely better. Um, yourself? As you, as, you, as you value in life, you become less self, self, you become selfless. And when you reach that point where you can feel good about yourself because you're giving back, you've got tangible results, you've got an air plan, a plan, a legacy plan, you feel like you've accomplished something in life. Not only a big-time job, but what came after that. You know, Jim, I always tell people, I always tell people the case study, you haven't closed the loop, and you haven't really truly become successful until you can give it away, until you can pass it on, you can share it forward. Have a wonderful day, Jim. Thanks for coming in. The rest of you remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. 
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.